0: Yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's All go. right, so what's up, Pukas fam? Hope you guys having a puking good day. And as always, welcome to Asia Web3 Motherfucker Show. I'm Pucas. I'm Puk representing the Rock Radio family. Our mission is simple. To discuss the latest NFT news update, review case study, bring up Asia projects and community, but, but most importantly, to be at the forefront of DGEM Play to make some money. And talking about DGEM Play, bro, I have to say, I mean, it's it's a fucked up for me because I woke up today, sawing you know everything is trending. People are talking about OpenSea Pro. Obviously, it's in your news recap. And man, like when we talk about being a degen, I I kind of remember that I actually used Gen S Y Z to sweep something, but I have no idea why I couldn't mint it. I you know totally miss. That whole thing, like I'm trying to find which address that I actually use because you know, uh, my previous address was rock, some shit like that. And right now, you know, bro, I can't mint it. And I saw the floor price right now is at zero point zero five. So man, it looks sexy. Did you, did you able to mint it, bro?
1: Yes, 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 yes. I am. For some reason, I apparently can't mint it. So I did mint it. <laughs> but uh, wow. I mean, like obviously we're gonna touch on this. But the two main—it seems like the two main—what's uh, it called—speculation uh, right now. One is that, uh I, well, well, before anything of that, uh, trading volume last I checked was like two, two point four k if, which is quite amazing. Like, because like the the main bullish point is that OS token is gonna come, and this NFT, you know, being like something significant may play a part in it. Uh, feels a bit far fetched, but like this, uh, this is the main uh, narrative right now, which I find you know very, very interesting.
0: Yeah, um, man. Yeah. All right, all right. Okay, you know, enough of small talk. Let's deep dive into what's happening today. GW, GM news. Go ahead,
2: buddy. GM, GM. Uh, just a quick update. Gemesis floor price is 0.062 now. Woo! All right. Yeah i got two of them Um, okay let's do this
0: shitting on my face bro come on
2: (laughs) yeah all right um today today is wednesday 5th of april 2023 so this is the daily tradfi update uh we try um keep updated on global macro events as it will still affect uh different crypto prices Um, So here we go to the U.S., uh, S&P 500 down 0.2%, NASDAQ down 0.5%, major tech stocks up 0.2%. A keynote on on, uh, the U.S., private businesses created 145,000 new jobs in March, but this is below the forecast of 200,000. Um, so it's showing signs of a slowing labor market because the consumer demand has slowed because of the cost of borrowing has gone up. Um, over to Europe, FTSE 100 is up 0.4%. To Asia, Japan is up one. Uh, sorry, Japan is down 1.7%. Singapore is up 0.2%. Korea up 0.6%, and Hong Kong and China stock markets are closed today for Qingming Festival. Um, One last point, so uh, the markets were in a bit of uh, shock today in New Zealand. The Reserve Bank of New Zealand raised interest rates by 0.5%. Everyone was expecting 0.25%, so now the interest rate is 5.25%. Um, and this is its most uh, longest rate hike um, period since uh, nineteen ninety nine. Um, this is the trend update today. Um, no other news. Over to Pukas Maves. Thanks G to my M. Now,
1: free Genesis NFT for any NFT purchase before thirty first of March which was like a couple of days ago. Uh, NFT view confirmed for Metamask browser extension. Typical Friends officially announces that 1 IF, uh, Invisible Friends, will equal to 1 Garbage Friends min spot. Expect min dates end of this month. Uh, Choi Bites, Chef Choi joins a KPR as Chief Noodle Officer of Boon. Tyler Faust confirms Reddit Gen 3, Paper Hands bridge tags, of uh, 33.3% applied to D Gods and Youth's collection. Uh, Saigar points out stolen NFTs can be bought on OpenSea Pro. And lastly, Bugatti, uh, Bugatti's uh, NFT Arm Esprit Studios partnership with OnChain Monkey official drop coming to Bitcoin Ordinals.
0: Now back to you, Kiuk. Yo, yo, yo. All right. So, looks like you know the market has tons of interesting news to talk about like i have to talk you know because recently you know i saw that man like the iron gang pow uh iron pow gang i I think it was uh you know half like people minted it and then it rose up to like 0.7 0.6 and i was just looking at it as like you know i remember this project like I, i don't know how long it was like probably like one year ago, right? And uh, they were just doing it and doing it and apparently, it's kind of like it. So, I asked one of my friends here, club, uh, who basically has an IF and they said, you know, you have to ruffle it. So, I'm thinking, hey, you see right now, the Invincible Friends floor price is like what? It's 1.6, right? I think 1. 1.5, 1. 1.6 and um in the iron gang po you know basically did like 0.6 0.7 right if you sell right now so it's like half the price of you owning it so I'm looking at right comparing it to garbage friend which is more hype in terms of like when we talk about speculation is garbage friends a little bit hyper compared to um the iron Paul gang so I'm I'm kind of thinking like maybe maybe bro like
1: there's a play in it uh let me know your thoughts so, Iron Paul Gang is like super hyped up because I think the artist, he's got a... I, I, I believe it was like a Solana collection and uh, he, he used like uh Well, using his art style, he drew a couple of other collections uh, based off the the, the Monkey, Dao's uh, characters and all. Then I think obviously, you know, like very, very high floor price. I believe it was like 600 so or 300 so, more or less. Uh, then that, that was also like before, obviously, the whole FTX thing, the whole Solana thing. And uh, obviously, like the the current floor price for I'm Paul Gang is really really high. in My opinion. I mean, like it it's done amazing. Uh, not too sure how it will affect Garbage Friends though, because you know Garbage Friends. Uh, looking at how things is gonna be, it's uh, probably gonna be like a 10k collection. I'm pretty certain it's a 10k collection. But uh, yeah, interesting to see though. This is uh probably the only animation studio in well, I mean like the only animation studio by Marcus in the NFT space still that is uh, up and running
0: yeah yeah i think we have to wait till um knowing what garbage friend wanting to do with the whole university initiative right i think it's like 10th of april so i mean if the initiative is good it encourage more builders in the space and if if like you know the genesis pass kind of like give you towards all the other like airdrops or you know the the kind of like a chance or a pass that gets you other whitelists maybe, maybe this is a good play that, you know, I, I've been thinking about. Like, I've, I have I've actually, you know, honestly, I have, like, you know, already eliminated IF. And uh during the whole Paji event, you know, remember that this guy that said he was bullish with Rock Radio, he actually said, like, you know, his PFP is IF, and he's super bullish with it uh because, you know, they are doing, like, tons of things is cooking behind. It's just that they are waiting for the right time to introduce. So I think, like, the whole typical friends garbage friends, garbage university. It seems like everything that they are working on is kind of like coming to the surface and uh excited to see it. All right, Kamik, you got your hands up. Go ahead, buddy.
3: Uh, Gem, first, I can confirm you that when you are in the web read space you never sleep. And... Uh, re- <laughs> Regarding uh, IP, bro, or bro,
0: I- no, 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 I, I have to cut you off because you know what? Remember, uh, Elon Musk posted like the meme six five two nine, right? He posted at five thirty a.m. I, I'm, I'm like super asleep, and when I wake up, it's like four hours ago. Everybody make their money, and you know, Asia being the loser as always, miss it again, like one more time. Just add it into my basket, bro.
3: <laughs> that's that's why we need more Asian projects so that you can be on time with yours. And I'm in France, and there are not that many projects. But I'm fully supportive of like having the projects that can benefit your community. Uh, about Iron uh, Pogang, actually, when you were selected, my I have a friend who minted. You could mint three of them, so it was a good play. It was definitely a good play because like she made like uh, she sold two at zero point seven, and she keeps one. So that was a good play. I cannot say with garbage friends, but uh
0: yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. G dub, how are you doing? And right now what what what's the thing that you are looking in the NFT market, bro?
2: Um, yeah, I mean talking about the Iron Pokemon, I, I really do like the art. Um, you know, all those sneak peeks, uh uh, all the or the animations really nice, but I couldn't couldn't get white lists, and I couldn't uh, buy any of their other collections, so I missed out on that. But I did see some friends uh, mint it, and you know make the make some nice burger money. Um, no, what what have I been looking at recently? Uh, I'm just getting white lists for some other Bitcoin related ordinal projects um that's the main thing bitcoin apes has uh the full price has gone up quite a bit now seems to be getting some momentum um th- those are the main ones
0: when you talk about audiences bro like i have to put it on this like you know uh basically some of the listeners here the regular listeners are also a fan of like on chain monkey and recently they have this so-called collab with uh, bugatti uh in terms of you know having like that original egg so is that egg bro you're gonna get it and change to like an upgraded version of your egg do you see the the Esprit bugatti egg collection yeah, I saw that. I saw
2: that, and then, and then, um, then it's an upgrade to your egg, bro. Like, if yeah, you the modern like guys, yeah, they did a tweet about it as well. That would be a nice. That would be a nice upgrade. But what are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah. like, really, really small collection, hundred, you know,
1: hundred and eleven pieces. Obviously, like super premium. Well, we we consider premium, but like you know, it's Bukati as what, what are your thoughts, though?
2: I'm not really sure. I mean, you know, we've we've got a bunch of these luxury uh, web 2 brands try to come into web 3 and you know it's mixed mixed results but i I do see um uh karmic has his hands raised so he's probably got some some views on it well yeah um, ordinal maxi go ahead bro
3: yeah uh, i'm all about ordinals and that's true that bitcoin apps went up like plus 50 percent in like four days so that's cool Regarding Bugatti, I agree with you, g like most luxury car brands have kind of missed their entry into the NFT space. But uh, the hype with Ordinal is real, meaning that the guy who owns, he's a guy from Netherlands, he owns like the first inscription, and he tweeted at Bugatti to trade his inscription against the Bugatti. I don't know if that would work. He also bought like uh, an uncommon sat for like $2,000, so i think given like the the level of wealth that some people in ordinals have i think that's maybe a plus point uh, regarding like for instance porsche that were maybe criticized for having a too high min price but here with ordinals i think bugatti like can really go high with a min price and still be successful you think the um the bitcoin whales will come in and and mint it out I think it might depending also of the whitelist process and the partnerships they can create.
0: Yeah, but I agree with you guys man like when you when you look at it in terms of like People holding Bitcoin, the ratio to if like Bitcoin is much, much bigger cap. Uh, the people who are like in it is much bigger. And um, I mean it's interesting fact that you said you know that he's trying to trade it. Like just imagine um, you know, you have Bugatti, you have uh Onchain Monkey in it, you have Esprit Studio and then they are launching it at a super low inscription. Man, like, this thing is going to be off the roof. But uh, I like what you say about, you know, even Porsche and stuff like that. But the, the main key thing that I, I feel why this can fly is because they are partnering with a local Web3 brand, right? Like we know Onchain Monkey is doing fantastic in terms of online, uh, you know, in terms of doing their marketing, entering the ordinals and, and stuff like that. So when you have like, you know, partnering with a company that knows how to, you know, uh, handle the DeGen mindset, it's probably going to be a little bit better, right? I mean, that's just my thoughts, man. All right. So today, let's just wrap it up. This is the news of today because, you know what, we have two speakers with us today. Uh, first off, you know, let us introduce Alpha. Um, just let me know, you know, uh, a little bit of your background and what are you, you know, what you guys are building because, man, like I check um, on like Magic Eden and your project is absolutely off the roof. Uh, Karmic here could, could chive in a little bit. But first off, how are you doing, buddy?
4: I'm doing great. Uh, I've just kind of been sitting back, listening to you guys do your uh, kind of news report thing, which is pretty cool. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I actually wasn't sure what to expect when you guys brought me in here, so I definitely like uh, that you guys are informing you guys as community and audience, which is really.
0: Did I, uh, Did
4: I, Did you guys hear me, or did I mute out? So I think someone. Yeah, no,
0: I yeah, yeah. It, it was uh, muted, but now no, it's fine, bro. Go ahead.
4: Okay. Yeah. So, just a quick background. I, I'm the founder and owner of that Alpha Project. Uh, for those that know me in Discord, I go by Alpha Prime by Twitter, Mister Mint uh, NFT ETH. Uh, I've been in the crypto space since 2014. mentioned my first NFTs in 2016 with a token called TRX, which is Tron. I consider myself a true OG in the space. Uh, really was really uh, instrumental in the beginning the late 2020 when when nft started to take off and ethereum had its run back in 2021 and have been around the space for a while um and, and consulted and worked with you know artists celebrities and different entities to kind of deliver projects and over the course of that time i learned quite a bit from you know the native nft market and uh and, and ethereum and as well as solana and you know with the bull runs and obviously the down turning terra luna crash and everything that has happened we decided that you know we were going to look at a different chain to to deploy this project and we we looked at aptos we looked at avalanche we looked at solana we we looked at everything essentially but polygon had some very unusual things happening there and it was at that point we decided that we were going to go take our our alpha community which was essentially my inspiration from the alpha con- from the CyberCons on ethereum to polygon because there just wasn't any there and I know a lot of people in your your audience probably don't even know much about polygon or what what's there what's been building obviously with the youths bridging over to polygon that's pretty big news but you know we we decided to go to polygon because it was a great opportunity to do so because of the leadership I mean just to put it in perspective you know most of most of the people here in your audience are native to Solana or ethereum right, right. but have you ever seen the founder of either of those chains in in, in the groups, in, in the, uh, uh, the spaces, uh, you know, talking and cultivating culture. And that's what's happened in Polygon. Sandeep, the founder of Polygon, who's the richest man in India, a billionaire, literally jumps in spaces talking about Polygon, what he what excites him about the NFT market. And, you know, just the amount of bullish push that he puts behind his, the business development teams uh, in the space, it's it, just a testament to why we decided to go there. And I know you kind of touched on that. We're, we've been killing it. We've done some very historical things. There's a lot of activity, a lot of resource, a lot of liquidity moving into Polygon because of its viability, it's low gas, it, it's network speed uh, and consistency. Uh, and I think that, you know, as time progresses, those people looking for opportunity outside of the, the primary big two chains will look at Polygon as, a, as an opportunity. And I hope that they look at us uh, being that alpha community providing um what was not even there which is crazy to think the things that you all use as as comfort to trade every single day which would be like analytical tools and and sniping tools aren't they don't exist on polygon and that was the fundamental utility that was brought to polygon for us was to bring those to that ecosystem so essentially alpha is a a genesis tributed collection uh 3333 supply built on matic built on polygon providing utility, which essentially is that analytical tool that you guys use day to day every single day when you're sniping, and or are making plays, uh, was not available to Polygon or anybody on that ecosystem. So we're building that tool. We're building Rarity, just like you would in any other chain, as well as um, offer them a blue chip opportunity on the chain, which you guys can see with our activity. Uh, we're essentially the top project on the on the entire chain not to knock any of the other projects that have already been there building for the last two years but we essentially are the the blue chip project with with our floor price and, and just the level of continuity and integration we partnered with directly with Matt Eaton as well as Polygon so we, we've got a lot going on obviously I this was not mostly a pitch I was here to be a guest and, and kind of in on to your stuff and kind of give you guys insight but yeah we we, we love onboarding people into Polygon, educating people. We have a process and system for people interested in with it. And I would employ everybody here being that I've been an OG in the space for a long time. Polygon is really early. There's a huge prosperity opportunity over there for people looking to make flips, looking to, to build some bags, so to speak, uh, in that ecosystem because of the liquidity moving there. So I, and, and I'll just say this and then I'll digress and give it back to you. Um, if you look at, the indicators in the market you look at the activity you look at what's happening in the volume sector when you look at them in the macro what's happening on, on crypto in general you see a shift happening to more reliant based ecosystems with low fees and and polygon is that and not to mention that you've got all these web 2 adoption starbucks mcdonald's nba all these big brands transitioning that they just purchased. Or uh, the acquisition of Mutable X, just the gaming that has kind of piled into Polygon, there's a great opportunity for you guys to make. It. And I hear it with the way that you guys are doing. You guys is um, your, your space is talking about opportunity. I think you guys should really look at Polygon as an opportunity for your for your community and your audience as well. But uh, any questions, obviously. But I just kind of give you guys a little insight on who I am and what we're doing over here.
0: Yeah, um, you know, that, bro, that is the whole reason why Karmic say, you know what, uh, let's get them on spaces because, man, like, you are killing it. And I love what you talk about, like, the founder of Polygon itself, right? Like, I was inside this um, whole spaces of uh, Magic Batch, and the whole spaces, right, like, every time when there is something to do with Polygon, they want to be, like, forefront, hate it you know, hate spear, the whole thing, you know, trying to build a community together and even like the whole project or the whole spaces, his own own motivation is in terms of just how, as a founder, he wants to build Polygon and why this is some sort of, like a sleeping giant that people like, you know, didn't care about. But I believe like right now, you know, we've seen projects like yourself doing well we have you know uh youths bridging over to polygon a lot of eyeballs right now on polygon and you guys are already on it so i i feel like this is just a sweet spot for you guys so just want to say kudos to you bro karmic go ahead buddy
3: yeah about polygon um i've always been interested in polygons but in polygon nfts but uh didn't dive into it uh it raised my interest when they launched like the uh, Mint madness for March. I don't know if you followed this. It was like free mints, and uh, you could make uh, some decent amount of money if you had won it. And actually, to talk a bit to you about like first alpha, my friend talked talked to them about talk, uh, chilled them to me when they were about maybe like sixty matic. So they minted for nineteen matic, and right now the floor price is like two hundred plus two hundred. 30matics or something like that in two weeks. So that's kind of cool. And the group is like basically an alpha group on Polygon. And uh, that's very interesting to me because I'm looking for opportunities. But that's not the only point of the project because you have access to whitelist, you have access to a tool. They will also maybe tell you a bit more about the token or maybe the IP. But basically like... It's uh you cannot lose if you if you dive into Polygon. Why? Because since Hoots came to Polygon, before there was like low min prices, and right now there are like min prices of like three hundred uh, MATICS, and those things do sell. So actually, the price of mints on Polygon is going up, and liquidity is flowing into Polygon thanks to uh, Frank uh, Diggod's move. Uh, uh, a lot of things come uh, things to him,
0: yep, yep, all right, um go ahead, al, I saw you, unmuted.
4: muted, yeah, no, I just kind of wanted to chime in on that, and, and no discredit to Frank d guys at all man, I think he you know he they they made a very instrumental move over, but before the youths got there, we had already generated a significant amount of interest and volume at one point, alpha. And our floor has dropped down a little bit because of the pump of, of Matic, just to kind of give you the inside perspective. But at one point, we were we were number one trending project on OpenSea for new collections as a Matic, as a Polygon project. Um, and I think that in itself was a testament to what liquidity that was migrating to Polygon. And then when they came over, we had another project called Brozo, which essentially has been dominating the volume charts uh, in regards to to them. Uh, and I think they had their initial pump with people migrating. But I, I would say to not discredit the power of the Polygon community because not that you were, but I'm just saying like there was already a significant amount of intrigue and insight and liquidity. And you, you mentioned uh, Bull uh, Gambles uh, had had a 300-matic mint, which was unheard of until this point. I mean, the mint prices are, over here are starting to get crazy. Um, it, like I said, it, this is just a testament and those people that don't understand Matic, the equivalent to our floor is about one point, I mean, 0.15 E, right? So in the Matic world, the last six months, that's really unheard of and definitely doesn't happen very often. And it's just a testament to the liquidity that's slowly moving over into the market. Um, and I think we're going to see, you know, when you're seeing brands like Gambles with Carlos bring in a million dollars on Polygon, it could tell you that's a huge indicator of market movement. Um, and bullish tendency for, for what's happening this coming. So, you're right. There, there's quite a bit of activity. You can't, the entry point for a lot of these projects are so significantly low in comparison to, to Solana launches and, and Ethereum launches. And I just feel like you'd be doing a disservice to yourself if you're not starting your Matic wallet and moving and bridging some Matic over and getting in there and taking a look because there's huge opportunity, not just with us, but with upcoming launches. Uh, which I I won't be biased because I want people to understand that Polygon has a great opportunity. But I I would say if you want to start somewhere, we are an alpha group. We provide the the highest level of analytical perspective on launches and and projects coming into the ecosystem. We'd love to onboard you, and we'd love to be able to help you grow your Matic bag and and be a part of our community. Because like I said, we are essentially uh, at the alpha cons of Polygon. For those people that are curious, and we we will have an airdrop with a Gen Two collection. We are doing ordinals, which you pinned at the top here on the twenty fourth of the month. So go ahead,
0: somebody was about to say something.
5: Oh man, bro, 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 shoot
0: me more, bro, shoot me more, bro. When you say come, my matic bags, like that's it. I I'm down for it, bro. That's it. You you got me hooked. And uh, it seems like, you know, you are doing tons of stuff, like, you know, with the Orinos, with the Airdrop, and when you said, like, Cyber Kongs of, like, uh, EVE in Polygon, um, you know what? Okay, we, we are going to talk more after this, all right? Um yeah. next, let's, let's go on to uh, table. So, how are you doing, buddy? Tell tell us a little bit more about yourself and also Project Heaven. Whoa. Yo, it was good, guys. Yeah, as Alpha said,
5: I wasn't expecting this as well. A lot of news, and, like, I'm the first time in here uh probably this is unfortunate but at the same time i'm very glad that i'm here and i will be here more frequently from now now so yeah i'm very happy to be in here thank you thank you for hosting the space uh okay basically as you already know i'm table uh i'm the director of vibe from the hvm project And, uh, yeah, I've been on the space for three years and recently just started, you know, hopping on the spaces. A lot of spaces, actually talking with a lot of people, making connections, pure connections, because I'm believe i a believer that spaces is one of the strongest things on the Twitter. And, yeah, I mean, that's all. I mean, you can tweet anything, but if you hear my voice, it's more, uh, I'd say, genuine, right, and transparent. So, yeah, uh, if I may start, I will start uh, about the project, if you have something to add.
0: No, bro, go ahead. Like, I I love it how every every one of you guys come up and like, you know, we are three years, we are four years experience. I'm like, all right, you know what? You guys are more more OG than me. So go ahead, buddy.
5: Uh, I mean, okay, okay. I mean, I'm not considering myself OG because I know people that are like five, six, maybe seven years, like in here, maybe not like in, on the web three space, but yeah, they're dedicated to the crypto and et cetera. But yeah, I mean, three years, it's yeah, such a number, right? Anyways, uh, yeah, about the project, uh, basically, as I said, I'm a director of Vibe of uh, this project and this project just caught my eye right away. Whenever like I just saw the project, I said, yeah, this is the one. Uh, I will just straight go to the goal of the project because this is the main source and the main like, thing that I want to you know, have a discussion about. So basically, the goal of the project is to create, as you may seem from our uh, name, HVN, heaven for the NFT community. And we're going to do that actually by creating a Web3 social media platform. And it's going to be exclusively for the NFT community. So uh, in like maybe 10 minutes after I'm done talking, you will understand what I'm saying. Uh, so basically, your account uh, on that social media platform is going to uh, like belong to you. Uh, your post belongs to you and you will get instant monetary reward for every engagement you're doing and also the spaces you host. So basically, everything that you're doing in there, it doesn't matter if you're having 100 followers and you're having 10 likes it doesn't matter if you're having millions of followers and you're having some likes uh or spaces it doesn't matter if you have six people or 60 people you will gain uh the traction and from this traction uh you can also sell your account as an nft or you can sell uh your post as an nft as well uh, plus for everything that you're doing, every engagement you're gaining, views and et cetera, you will gain some monetary reward that you can exchange without any pay cuts to, like this is free, free will. If you have NFT, it's yours. That's all. I mean, everything that you're doing on that social media platform, it's only yours and yours 100%. No pay cuts to uh, like, I don't know, other people or like, you know, some people are meddling between some, the two people and et cetera. So yeah, it basically belongs only to you. And why this is some kind of a problem uh Nowadays on the social platforms. It doesn't matter if Twitter, uh, TikTok, or Instagram. The problem with that is your account like basically doesn't belong to you, and the platform can suspend it anytime they want. And also, uh, your post doesn't belong to you as well. It belongs to the platform. Once you posted it, it's not yours already. I mean, it's yours basically, but it's not yours uh, like at the same time. And you know, I'm a real builder on the NFT space. And I, I can relate, and I hope everyone can relate to that. If you are the real builder, GMer, it doesn't matter. You're building yourself. Real builders are not appreciated enough. And they're being drawn by the shitpost. What do I mean by that? A lot of people are shitposting, and they are really just, you know. For example, me, uh, my niche is like motivational quotes and etc. And it's not very, I'd say, popular, right? But uh, some people are really just shitposting, doing something for the clout. And yeah they're boom and they're famous and something like this so I think uh, for the real builders it's not it's on that, on our social media platform it doesn't matter who you are if you, uh, everyone will know each other that's first and secondly everyone will just see your post, and they will know, okay, this is my guy, I will like it, and it doesn't matter. So, basically, real builders will not struggle anymore for that, because I know a lot of people who are really struggling on the space because of the algorithm and everything that is happening on Twitter, space. because Twitter space, like, really changes like, uh, I don't know, faster that I'm changing my socks or something. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, engagements also can be faked. Um, like, it doesn't matter, as I said, Instagram or uh, Twitter, but if we're talking about Twitter, this is major so a lot of engagements can be faked, exploded to drive public perception and it's just for you know some people are just really promoting some shady projects and that's why uh, this is of course not going to happen on our social media platform as well and of course this is uh, one of the things uh, as we are all on the spaces me myself and i'm every day on the spaces uh, freedom of speech is heavily restricted because the platform is controlled by invisible hands i know one guy uh, he was literally suspended uh, because he was talking some, you know, his personal opinion, I'd said. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he was suspended because of that. Uh, he was a bit popular person. That's why he was flagged first. And then, yeah, he was uh, basically suspended. So, yeah, uh, freedom of speech. Uh, it's not going to happen on our uh, social media platform. It's going to be, like, free. Like, you can talk anything about anyone. Uh, I mean, yeah, basically, it's like this. And plus, you're gaining some monetary reward, as I said. So, it's win-win for everyone. So, uh why am i am i saying this so uh it's just to agitate everything like uh, how many of you here and like overall have ever lost your social account uh, i don't want you to like answer this question because uh i reckon you probably know some other people who lost it and the young know grind or you know this compassion, compassion. Uh, when you have, I don't know, 1,000 followers, 10K followers, doesn't matter. And you have to grow it from zero again and again. Uh, it never happened to me, but I know a lot of people who did that. And it's really like a, um, I was having compassion to them. So, or maybe someone of you really aped into a new project and it's overhyped and etc., cetera. And then your back just really ended up being like collecting dust, you know? I mean, yeah, as I said, you don't need to answer this because if you are not having these problems, uh, I reckon ev- ev- you know someone who does and et cetera. And this is also actually the reason why non-Web3 people, are still very skeptical about NFTs overall and think that NFTs is a scam, probably, or rock, or is just, you know, some uh, cashback. Okay, in some cases, probably it is, but uh, in some cases, they're not because a lot of people here really grinding for this. They're really doing some good work, and a lot of just people are, as I said, promoting some shady projects and other projects who are real builders, so called, as I said, they're just, you know, uh, they're not very popular or overhyped but yeah they're doing some job as well so this is one of the main reasons that's why web 2 social media isn't suitable for the web 3 community uh, i mean it lacks regulation and it's centralized but uh like web 3 is all about the safety and decentralization. realization so uh, yeah someone is saying something i'm sorry someone no
0: no, no. yeah so I, I agree with what you said, yeah. right? Because, like, you know, it's, it's actually an in- internal joke because, like, uh, on Spaces, like, if you look, you know, we have uh, Cryptovius who lost his account, but he gained it. And recently, you know, PewCast, previously his account was made right? And what happened is, you know, Twitter just banned his account. And uh, after, like, seven working days, instantly, like, just said, you know what? We're going to cut this. So, obviously, it's going to be super hurt I mean, I'm. It's gonna be fucking painful, right? Because you work on an account for like what, one point five years, and uh, just instantly, without adult doubt it just be gone so um you are talking a lot about social media and stuff like that is it something like a platform whereby lens is building because you know i i heard all about lens you know decentralized social media platform um can you elaborate more a little bit is it similar kind of platform or what you guys are actually building uh is it trying to onboard for example people who mint your nft you're onboarding them into this new platform how does that all work
5: yeah, uh, amazing question. Uh, so basically, uh, imagine, for example, right now on the Twitter, Instagram, it doesn't matter. As I'm saying,
2: uh, you gotta
5: uh, pick your login and. Uh password right but in that social media platform we're going to have only pass with the nft so basically if you own nfts uh, that we are giving to you or uh, the projects that we are collabing with let's say i don't know doodles it doesn't matter i've just said it It doesn't matter doodles azuki doesn't matter if you have these nfts you're just going into that social media with this nfts basically it's like going to be exclusively on the l1 blockchain it's a unique blockchain and this is going to be inside of the social media so if you are not having NFTs that we are like restricted exactly to our social media, uh, you cannot be in there. So basically, we are going to have only our holders in there, or basically our holders are the collaborations with other like blue chip projects as well so if you're owning your nft you're in and uh, everyone is going to know each other just like our community inside one of the big uh, social media i mean i don't know if uh, you're not confused i hope because this is a bit i understand a bit confusing i'd say but <laughs> something like this so basically yeah, yeah. you're going in into the social media with the nft if you have nft you're in if not you're not basically it's like yeah. this.
0: All right, cool, man. I, I think I think it's loud and clear uh, on what you guys are building, and it's it's gonna be a challenge for for me personally. Um, asking people to switch from one network to the next, you know. Yesterday we talked about it, like you know, onboarding people in terms of like you know, web three games and stuff like that the seamless, the better it is. Like if you ask people, for example, to sign in a wallet, instantly it creates like a hurdle. But if you create it like seamless, like what Reddit is doing, right? You don't even have to insert your wallet, like what Nick and PO is doing. All you have to do is just, you know, put in a code, click, click claim, and you instantly got it. All right, Karmik, let's ask one more question to, um, to Project Heaven, and then we'll rotate back to Alpha. Go ahead, buddy. Sure.
3: My question was like, on your social media platform, do you plan on integrating a Twitter API? Because I'm on Lens, and the reason I'm not that often on Lens is that because when I post on Lens, it's not automatically redirected on Twitter. So I agree to use like a decentralized uh, uh, social media platform, but I want it linked to my Twitter because Twitter is the core of the space. So just about your future plans about this.
0: Yep, project heaven, go ahead, buddy.
6: Uh, yeah, definitely. Integrating the other social media platform, that will be the best move since, you know, we're starting and we don't have name yet. So that will be a good move. Yes, we're going to do that.
0: All right, all right. Cool, cool, cool. All right, let's shift back to Alpha because, like, bro, I have tons of questions wanting to ask you. Like, you know... Assuming, like, what you say is true and half of the people here, uh, I'm not, not trying to claim anybody, but half of the people here, or maybe everybody, is only, like, a Solana or even just if Eve Maxi, right? And uh, some of us, of course, like, we have Gda we have Karmic, who, you know, meddle a little bit in terms of buying Originals and stuff like that. So, in terms of Polygon right now, like, what is that whole NFT culture behind it? Like, because when when we when we see, like, Originals, it's just... People's wanting to say, hey, you know what? Orinus is the next thing. Let's just buy and hope the floor price goes up, right? Uh, we see there are tons of projects launching, you know, without good art. It's just launching and hoping like, you know, this is the next craze, you know, just wanting to have for example, below five thousand inscription, and that's it. I'm happy with it. Um. So for like you know, for people right now that is looking into Polygon, what was that main factor that said, hey, you know what, you know all these chains are not doing well. Um, Polygon is going to be the next banger. Uh, do, what was that drive behind or like that whole momentum behind uh building up the whole NFT space?
4: Yeah, that's a that's a really good question. It segue to um, you know what. It was a thought that I mentioned earlier. And I, like I said, I've been in the space a long time and I've seen quite a bit of, of the, the maturation of, of different ecosystems. But I'll say this, you know, being coming from Ethereum as an Ethereum maxi, spending a lot of my time in that ecosystem, I realized that there's no, the only cross collaboration in the Ethereum market is whitelist, right? And it's usually play to win, right? Pay to win. It's, it's whoever has the most money, they can get the most eyes, they can drive the most engagement. That's really what the space is. There's no cross-collaboration amongst projects unless they're friends. A lot of scratching in the back of the scenes that people just don't understand. I would say more than 40%, maybe 50% of the projects that people are buying into all have some interconnection with someone else that, that owns it. They know someone, there's a friend of a friend or a relative, you know, it's, it's just the way that the space has been done. There's the top 1% of people that understand and know what's happening kind of dictate and control the market uh we saw that in in early 2021 with in the late 2021 with all the with all the projects and rugs that came out and all the boom that happened literally anything that minted hit and what we're seeing in polygon is a different type of cultural uh phenomenon that i've never seen not i've never seen on Solana i've never seen on ethereum where projects are actually working together to to increase the visibility of the chain itself and what i mean is Like I'm the largest, probably one of the two largest, second largest account on Polygon when it comes to visibility and followers, right? But I can go into space with Polygon Punks. I can go into space with Poly uh, Poly Yacht Club, Hellcats. All these top, all these brands that are inside of the Polygon ecosystem, and we all collaborate within spaces amongst each other, which is something you never see in Ethereum usually people just stated themselves just like in solana they're not cross collaborating with other projects because everyone's focused on protecting their own bag or just protecting their floor price and polygon there is no floor price precedent there's there there's just a lot of price discovery being kind of found out at this particular moment and i think that the culture of it is mostly focused around being good and being great with polygon and i see a lot of communities just working together i mean one of the biggest reasons we succeeded in Polygon was because of the success from all the other Polygon projects in the ecosystem. I mean, we we partnered with at least six of the top Polygon projects in the space with a total of about 15 in total that were already on the chain uh, before we got there that had already been there for a year. And they were open to having that conversation, open to share the stage with us, open to share their communities with us. And I think that's just not something you see. In other ecosystems, they just don't see that. You won't see Doodles and Board Ape in the same space together talking on stage on how they're trying to make Ethereum great. It's just not something that happens. So when you see that in Polygon, to me, is a clear indicator there's a different type of uh, community building ethos being generated in that space, in that sector. And then you incorporate a billionaire in Sandeep, the founder of Polygon, on our spaces, talking to us. You know, at one point he was rocking one of our PFPs for about a week. He, he was rocking an alpha PFP that we made for him um, and minting projects and being involved with it. Obviously, he, he's a founder of a, of, a, of a chain that has a massive amount of Web2 adoption and a huge amount of momentum transitioning into the 2023. But, I mean, you just see the community collaborative effort is much more stronger than other chains. I don't see the toxicity I don't see that kind of me versus you mentality that you see in Solana and Ethereum, and I think those are great indicators for for success and a bull run because people are more focused on driving uh, audience acceptance and 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 conversion for people coming from other brands into this ecosystem than focusing on oh this is my t- this is my NFT we can't talk about anybody else because that would affect us because there's just so much. Go ahead, Pew. Pu- uh, pu-
2: Oh, sorry, yeah, right.
1: if I catch you off, man. You you talk a lot on community. I I I love how you 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 word it really well. Uh, well, I I've been a collab manager for quite some time. It's also how I got to meet Puke and uh, a lot of my uh, fellow friends and uh, friends and associates in in the ETH NFT space. Um, mm-hmm. My my question was, uh, oh, actually, I I have I have two questions, but I'll start the first one why why an owl because like uh well I I definitely do not know much about polygon i I do Um, earlier you mentioned that a lot of uh I guess like triple from my understanding and my knowledge at least I know that a lot of a uh, a lot of triple a game developers like I believe like square Enix and uh, a few others mm-hmm. are definitely on polygon because of the scaling issue why well, what what was your decision why, why did you choose uh, an owl to be your mascot?
4: That's that's a great question. So my background, um, it, it, my professional background in the first half of my uh, career was, sorry guys, that was my daughter. Um, the the first fifteen years of my professional career was supporting the U.S. government and DOD uh, and, and cybersecurity analysis, supporting the intel mission, and essentially we we're the seekers of the dark side of, of things on in, in a global perspective when it comes to to you know data information. So for me I always had this infatuation with owls because they're night see- seekers, they're they're alpha predators and they have a direct color- a correlation uh to to the kind of embody the what what people do in this space. And I would say and I think I could speak for most people here, if you're in the NFT space, if you're in in DeFi, you're a night owl. You're up at all types of nights, you're losing sleep to get in mints, you're degening at late hours. And that's essentially what the owl does, looking for that that predatory uh, a representation that that kind of alpha creature that kind of stands in the night and that was the owl and why i chose it and then they're very cerebral right owls are, are some of the most intelligent uh, birds in real world and i thought that it just resonated with what i was trying to do from my professional background as well as the representation for dgens and enthusiasts of the space crypto defi, all in all, all that they would resonate with this um, and that we would pr- essentially be that overseer for Polygon and uh, just kind of have that kind of brainy kind of community, uh, that alpha com kind of community. That was re- the reason why we chose the Alpha, and why we named it the most used adjective in the space, which is Alpha. Uh, and I use it as a pun, O-W-L, Alpha, and it just flew together, and it just made sense. I mean, it, it was just a perfect marriage for me.
1: I love it, man. Like, uh, sorry. <laughs> Give me a second copy. So, I so on on Ethereum there, there is an alpha group called uh Hoots Alpha, so uh I I I thought maybe as some reason, but like I love your story, man. Like uh it is true. Like we D gens, we are really just like night owls, man. Like there's no sleep, even like coming. we were just saying earlier, like Asia totally missed out on uh on the whole Doge pump, right? We totally missed out on six five two nine and the Doge pump because like five AM. I mean, like we we gotta we gotta rest as much as we don't want to, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, comment. Go ahead, man. Yeah. So
3: basically, as you can understand, the uh, CIA you not know, control uh, Polygon, uh, but on on a more serious note, Alpha, uh can you talk to us a bit about gaming and maybe if you at Alpha are doing things with gaming?
4: Yeah, man. And and gaming is a really intriguing sector in Polygon because of the mass adoption. You managed 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 to Sorry, you mentioned. Some of the biggest uh, gaming studios migrating to there with Square Enix and some of the biggest labs. Uh, I'll say this and then I'll go into your to answer your question. We just partnered with one of the largest Japanese uh, gaming developers that have worked with Nintendo uh, and uh, and Sony to develop uh, some some really interesting platform uh, 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 console games that have been around for about 15 years and they've got a mobile game as well with about 8 million users. So uh, the Alpha IP will be transitioning into their game that they're developing for the Web3 uh, chain. And, and I and I talk about gaming because obviously Alpha is looking, to, we, we have our own uh, a browser a side-scroller game that we're, we're in current development that will be uh, deployed to our community in, in the coming weeks. But I, I like the whole gaming sector, the play-to-earn sector because it's very it's so diverse and it has so much scalability. And I think because of their, the lack of gas fees and, and the fluidity that it provides for developers and people looking to get in that sector, I think it's a no-brainer why Polygon is the premier location for any integration when it comes to that because of that, and I think no other change it, – it's, it's not even close. I mean, I was we were on a call with Sandeep, and we were talking to him about why Polygon and, and why the gaming sector has made it the definitive landing position for gaming uh for polygon on polygon i mean and he was just saying like you know with the acquisition of immutable x the integration of that they own more than 95 percent of the gaming sector when you think about it you just stand back and look at the landscape of it and it just provides just a a, a better landscape and playing field for people looking to develop and and, and develop those games and prime example you know we weren't even intending on being in any type of game we thought about making games because transition our ip to something that's more Palatable to people on mobile, and finding a way to kind of put ourselves in, in the views of, of different user bases in Web two, and then we will only get to get reached out by a gaming company that's already b- built a, re- a huge reputation, and has a great pedigree to put our IP in their game. Uh, it just shows how the testament of what we're doing in, in the in the macro of everything that's happening in the space. It is not viable to build on Ethereum. It is too costly, right? You can't deploy there. It just it just when you're doing rollouts, it just doesn't make sense. And in Solana, the, the inconsistency and, and instability of the network does, doesn't make it something that's very feasible for a lot of developers. And you look at Polygon, just consistent with tons of of growth and rollouts and just implementation with their founder. It just made sense for gaming, and that's why you're seeing all of these plat. You're seeing all these major labs and studios go there to build and develop and. You know, we're happy to be a part of that. We, we're, we're looking forward to being and, and expanding our IP into the gaming sector. And there's a huge amount of opportunity over there for people that just don't want to look at NFTs but want to get into gaming and play to earn. I think there's a huge opportunity upside for people that are looking to consume that type of stuff.
2: Yeah,
0: I love it. I love it. Like when you talk about it, it's, it seems like the project was taught well-versed in terms of, like, you know, the gaming aspect of it, uh, building in a chain that is getting more and more popular day by day. So the interesting fact that, you know, I capture is you basically call, like, say, you know, this is the cyberkongs of, like, uh, Polygon, right? So maybe you can deep dive into why do you call it that? Is it because, like, you guys have similar mechanism in terms of, like, you know, wanting to do the VX, wanting to do, like, uh, breeding and stuff like that? Is it similar in terms of that? Or is it more towards the alpha site?
4: No, I think it's a it's a multiple things that, that we look at and why. Because like I said, I'm an Ethereum maxi. I've I've looking at the NFT market, being a part of it in in early in late 2020 before anybody really started to take hold of it in 2021. But CyberCons was a catalyst. It was one of the highest floor prices in Ethereum in early twenty one. That if no one knew it, they were more expensive than Bored Apes. For the genesis cons and they generated a substantial amount of resources for those that understood the economics associated with it and i wanted to emulate that i it, one of my greatest desires during that period of time was the own one financially which is irresponsible and just illogical to be able to try to migrate into one unless i minted it but come transitioning to polygon and being so early a lot of the mechanisms and ideology that they inhibit are what we do and that's one that the fundamental core providing high level analyticals and, and data and information, insight and alpha, right? That's just at the core. But then offering our community the ability to stake and earn a token called Hoot, which will that they, they generate insight in depth, so they can stake their their alpha NFT, generate this this Hoot token, utilize it in our marketplace, utilize it with, when in conjunction to our airdrops when we go into our breeding uh, phase, uh, and that will allow people to be able to generate our Gen two collection. That everything that the Cybercon has embodied, right? I look to implement in our collection. And I always say this, I say success leaves breadcrumbs. And you look at some of the largest IPs on, on all chains, whether it's Solana or Ethereum, and some of the biggest labs and what they've been able to do and create. And one of the biggest issues that all projects find at some point in juncture in their development and their growth is how do I sustain my my community? How do I provide value without my users or my consumer having to realize profit or gain and leaving my community. Because the biggest issue is this. If you're a holder of my Alpha NFT, how do I allow you, how do I How do I give you value so that way you don't have to sell your NFT to be able to, to make any type of profit or make money? And that solution has been figured out by some of the biggest brands. And that's all we're doing here. Providing our values, that continuity and conviction to stay in hold while we, whilst we provide them opportunities with Alpha, with airdrops, with interactive multiverse experiences, whatever we can do to continue to can to increase their conviction and continuity within our community, so that they can hold their 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 Genesis NFT and continue to provide value over time, is, is the key to success with any project that's out there, and that's the that's what we're what we're focused on and what we're doing here in Alpha. Um, and it pays tribute to that to Cybercons because e- even though we didn't do the the typical uh, a thousand and then babies, we the three 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 is, is gen- generally assumed associated with the term Genesis, right? And as the beginning, it, it means a, it means the beginning. And the three 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 Alpha is just the beginning of our collection sizing. We will have a Gen two drop, and like I said, we we have free mints that are, are available to our community. And any other uh, um, interactive experience that we provide moving forward. So,
0: all right, that's cool, bro. So, um, you talk about b- before I pass it over to Karmic, and then we'll head over to our Project Heaven as well. Uh, mm-hmm. But just to dive dive in a little bit. You said that is coming uh, will will be an airdrop, right? So, is it like really near, or you know, holders or people that are keen to hop into your ecosystem still have the chance to buy, and then later wait for the snapshot?
4: yeah so essentially we, we have a couple rollouts coming up we have our tool rollout which we're implementing to our communities and then also we have our uh a rarity in integration but essentially those that are holding our airdrop will happen at some point uh in our in the first phase of our ro- of our rollout uh for anybody holding the nft um and then you'll have to obviously be staking your nft to to utilize the token hoot, which you'll burn to to use it our our we use the term breeding because it's generally associated uh, with, with mutations or, or creating a, a second collection. It, it's not necessarily the same thing as breeding. we call it mostly technological upgrades. So the alpha is aesthetic percept per- a visual will change. You won't get a mutated owl with like a zombie brain or anything like that. It's just going to progress the technology, the visual representation of it. So each individual owl, will get airdropped a core ranging between one, two, and three. Three being the mega cores, a tribute to the mutinate megas, which are static one of ones. And then you'll have uh, cores one and two, which will have their own perks. Uh, and it's like a 49%, 48% chance to drop either a core one or two. And there's a small percentile for people that will get megas, uh, which will be the one of ones in that secondary collection. So, uh, we, we've got it systemized and we've got it planned out on how we're going to develop it and how we're going to deploy it. It's mostly the reward, to holders at some point, and that's coming in and it's coming at some point, right? We're, we're not saying it's going to happen next week, but there is an airdrop coming that will drop these cores to, to holders. And the more alpha you hold, the higher probability that you have of getting one of the mega cores.
0: Cool, man. Cool. All right. Kamik, uh Go ahead.
4: Yeah. That, um, so, I
3: understand there are some perks uh, with uh, staking. So, basic, I have two questions. My first question is if I stake, will I get like passive income in Matic, like with Apecoin and Mutant Ape or Bod Ape? But the second question is I've seen that you are building manifest labs. Can you talk mm-hmm. to us about which stage you are at and what's your vision and what's your plan
4: for it? yeah so um, so to answer the first question about the residual component, actually, our tool is going to be gated, right? so our our analytical tool similar to like Alpha sharks will be gated to our community. So the only way that you'll have access to it is be is to have your nFT stake and you'll have ungated access to the analytical tool and all, all all the perks that come with it. And then when we deploy it to the public, we'll have a a a can a subscription model built into it. For weekly and monthly access for people that don't hold alpha, and in that and in that uh, subscription model, we will share revenue with our community. Uh, we we will put out a white paper with the percentile, but we will share uh, a, a revenue split with the community at large that are staked. We'll get a piece of the revenue generated by the analytical tool. Any ad revenue or any IP partnerships that that are that come in the future, they will have a uh, revenue split from that as well. The in token doesn't necessarily have a uh, mathematical value uh, in that sense. It's just in depth so it's it utilized within side of our ecosystem. But we've found more intuitive ways to provide value in a residual component, which will come from the revenue generated from the analytical tool. Now, parlaying into your second question uh, with Manifest Labs, like I said before, success leaves breadcrumbs. It, it's usually the build paths for success. And once you've built that, you kind of have to build the, <clears throat> the foundation and Manifest is the foundation. We built uh, Alpha last year, actually a year ago, in, in, in the beginning of like the bull run, and we essentially proof-dropped Moonbirds. We kind of put a dagger in my heart, which obviously came with a ton of cash and were able to build something magnificent. So hats off to them, so we waited. Uh, but the uh, overall plan was always to have a, our own lab or studio so that way we can empower those people in our community as well as provide the largest optics in a Web2 uh uh, in a web2 space that what we can transition between the two like if you look at the largest projects on Solana with like uh D guys and and projects like uh, the youths they have they're backed and powered by Dust Labs right you got Yuga Labs on on Ethereum that you know that has all these these super intricate and intuitive processes that they've built and and I, I wanted to embody the same core fundamental value that they have done and demonstrated so the plan was to build Manifest Labs on Polygon as that premier studio or lab, just like you would a Yuga or Dust Labs in Solana, um, and be that on Polygon because of the precedent that we had already set and what we're doing. And Dust Labs is, is mostly a launchpad. All of our in-house marketing, all of our development, all of our front-end and dev solidity, as well as artistry and, and marketing and management is in-house, and we want to provide it as one-on-one to be able to help curate our space, and what we're developing, but also be a conduit and an opportunity for people looking to get into Polygon as a gesture point to do so by by reaching out to us and, and leveraging our, our our lab and our launch pad. Okay, great, thank you. And uh,
3: well, you don't have to apologize when there's your daughter, you should uh, apologize to her that you're in the space. No worries, man. <laughs> family first, family first,
1: nice whatever. Nice so-
0: uh yeah nice one but you know one, one thing I have to say uh, you know you basically you know you are able to kind of like you know um, convince people, like, you know, this is the next big thing, and man, like, I'm convinced, uh, you know, Maeve just DM me and say, bro, 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 we have to check out Polygon, and I think that is the way moving forward with ticks. So, thank you so much, you know, for being here. Let's move on to Project Haven, right? So, you talk about social media, you talk about, you know, being difru- disruptive, wanting to kind of have, like, you know, uh, building your own um decentralized platform whereby, you know, you don't get being governed by for example a bigger one that bans you and stuff like that so in terms of this what will what will be that main factor to kind of like bring the traffic into so so for example like you know before the platform becomes famous and people use it you actually have to have like a lead magnet to kind of like attract people and tell them why they're supposed to spend their time in it so what was that whole um, i would say like the customer journey that you guys have filled out uh to attract more more customers to your user base
6: right awesome awesome question actually uh we had a hard time thinking about that (laughs) and we come up with the idea of onboarding influencers and then top leaders and then the next part will be collaborating with other projects doesn't matter if it's blue chip projects or even smaller project, as long as the community is strong and they're real, we would love to work with them. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. So um thinking about this, like, you know, in terms of, providing when we look at social media platform right it's always going to be different in terms of you know instagram has their own for example picture narrative right tiktok has that short video narrative facebook has that you know long form copy together with picture and stuff like that so when you look at your social media right what is that main thing that you guys plan to build to stand out from the rest
6: awesome um at the moment we don't know (laughs) Because we'll be building it on a blockchain, right? And we're going to just put any video on a blockchain. It will take a lot of data on that. And then we're also thinking to, how to say, um, adopting some of the good stuff from Twitter, from TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. For now, I cannot tell for sure <laughs> which one will be the best for us, for the community as well for the nft as well Uh, i don't know maybe in two years the trend will change we never know
0: yeah i I agree man like every time when you look at trends it's constantly changing but the main factor is that hey you know what you have to be in on top of the trend right and so uh maybe I can throw the questions to uh table right Tell me a little bit more in terms of when you talk about director of Vibes, I feel like, you know, being, having a social media platform, it's all about Vibes, right? Like when people come into Instagram, if they don't feel the vibe is good, they automatically leave. People come to crypto, uh, come to Twitter, you know, having, you know, adding all the crypto, uh, the CT influencers. And, you know, if the vibe is not good, they don't feel belong, they don't like the platform, people leave. So in terms of, you know, Having that whole stickiness within, um, you know, building building the vibes, right? What's your whole core idea of how the app should be?
5: So you mean how to give vibes to the people? You mean that? I'm sorry, I'm just confused about the question a
0: bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, your, your vibe uh, strategy. Comes,
5: I mean, it comes from heart, you know. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking about <laughs> dropping. Um, a project myself and uh, call it vibe but yeah it doesn't matter uh but you know vibing uh in the in, i mean NFT community should vibe overall i mean i think that uh, there is not gotta be a serenity or something very sad in here so i'd say um given giving vibes especially on the spaces as well and you know for example my twitter uh when you <clears throat> just go and scroll it uh, you can feel like uh how i'm saying this with which accent you know uh, and i think uh, i'm also doing some consultations like free consultations for people who are growing and etc and i'm always saying that you have to have your niche but also you have to have your voice so what do i mean by that is like whenever you're tweeting or like yeah, tweeting something, uh, they have to feel you. They have to see how are you like uh, saying this. So if you're not on the space, I mean, for example, right now you can hear my voice and you can feel my energy or you, you don't feel my energy, it doesn't matter for now. But yeah, uh, you should feel the energy of the person who are just, you know, tweeting or talking or doing something. That's why some of this, for example, from you, I'm feeling like a good energy, right? I'm just sitting in here listening to you, smiling sometimes, laughing sometimes, you know. This is a good thing. And, you know, some people are just talking very, I don't know, I'd say uh passively maybe or just talking without any enthusiasm or or something that's why i feel like yeah you have to have this in your heart in order to uh you know other people can feel your vibe as we're talking about vibe hey
1: sorry guys so uh, we're having a technical issue uh is having a technical issue right now so we we'll probably get rugged in a short bit yeah so uh, my question uh, I, I had a question like uh, obviously like uh, you the director of Vibes you help uh, advice is, is the word advice all right you know on the on how to approach uh, I presume community uh, the general flow of things so uh, can you just share with me why how you came about deciding to go on a more anime route for your project? hello
5: yeah yeah, yeah. we here oh. we're here um this is just i'm waiting for the yeah dandy can you
4: yep
6: uh why we use anime mainly because i love anime <laughs> that's all oh there's, okay yeah there's no deep meaning or anything is this i don't know it's the best thing to have anime, baby
5: so uh basically what he's saying is that okay uh our like project goal as i said already is like so, to build some you know decentralized social media platform for nft holders and basically as i'm saying it for now uh we're we're anticipating our community we're not just saying that yeah we will do it for sure or something like this so this project is going to be like long run i'd say like this and we're gonna grow for maybe even more than a year or something you know so i'm not saying it's just some goal like our you know we have a b c d and like you know our goal is on z i'm I'm saying like that and for this to implement this i'd say we will need a community for sure and as i started as a moderator because i'm here three years i
4: haven't been working like in here just for now for example i'm full-time